Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Darren Eels, former president of Atlanta United, soon to be CEO of Newcastle. And I say that, he's already been announced. But, um, Darren, thank you so much, man. We appreciate you jumping on with us. We wanted to talk with you, obviously, when this news broke. We understand you're under some constraints there, but we really wanted to get a chance to to talk with you before you left town. So, first of all, from from everybody, congratulations uh, we're very happy for you, but at the same time, as you know, we're very sad that you're yeah. leaving our organization. Yeah, afternoon, chaps. Yeah, no, thank you so much for all your support. It's been incredible. I think back to those days when I used to be based at Flowery Branch, have my long drives listening to you guys and getting to know the sports scene in Atlanta. And, you know, it's come such a long way now to, to be where we are, but it's a big thanks to you guys and Manchester United the game for supporting the club. It's an amazing journey for you, Darren. I know we've, uh, again, weeks after weeks uh, talking about the team. And, you know, the, the first thing, we'll go back, let's go chronologically. You know, your employee 001 <laughs> for United, the uh, launch party at the at the compound. Remember, thousands of people lined up around the block to get in just to see what the colors and logo were going to look like. Remember that? Yeah, that's the part, I think, when I thought we're onto something big here, Mike, because if you remember, the name got leaked. So right. it was a party to unveil the name that everyone knew what it was. So, you know, I was a bit unsure if anyone would show up. And as you know, it was absolutely rammed that night. And I think that was the moment the commissioner was there from Major League Soccer that we realized that, you know, this was this was a city and an area that was really going to get behind the team if we did things right. And, you know, it was um, it was important that we carried our supporters along with us. But it's just been amazing to see how the city's embraced the club. Darren Neal's with this guy's uh, headed to Newcastle. How did you, how did you make this thing a fabric of the city? I mean, Darren, I now go to Inman Park, uh, Druid Hills, uh, you name it, Edgewood. You see Atlanta United flags. You know, you go uh, out to the Burbs and Cobb. You see this. How did you, how did you make this now a part of the fabric of the city? Well, I think there's a couple of things that, you know, with, with hindsight, it's, uh, you can sort of look back and say, okay, we were onto something there. I think, you know, the important thing was we put the supporters first and, you know, that's something that came from Arthur Blank at the very top. Even when he hired me, that was something we were discussing about building the club around the, around the supporters. Now, you've actually got to sort of then execute on that plan. And I think, you know, the whole group at Atlanta United, you know, players, even now you see it with Gonzalo and the team, they understand that, that the connection that there is between the club and the supporters and how important that is. But we went out there, and as you know, it was uh, the book I, I'm going to write. It's called Pub Crawl Your Way to Success. We we went to every event we could. We had drinks with the supporters. We were trying to just meet them where they were and, and get them on board. And I think, you know, the other big thing and a big factor is the city of Atlanta itself. You know, I've spoken about how I think it's this hidden gem of North America. I think it's an amazing city. It's so diverse. It's so fast-growing, dynamic. And I think, you know, 
there was a sweet spot where people came here and they love the city, but they got their identities from wherever they came from. So if they're from Chicago, they're Bears and Bulls fans, and you know that's it. That's never going to change. But I think on soccer, they hadn't really formed that affinity with the team. So Atlanta United, I think, became a sister club that everybody in the city could wear as a badge of honour that they love the city, even if they had their, you know, I speak about their guilty secret and their cheesehead wedge in the cupboard that they use when the Green Bay Packers <laughs> come in town. Atlanta United's their team that they identify with Atlanta. And so I think, you know, we had a number of factors where it, it was amazing. But again, you know, I go back to everything, you know, the, the part played by you guys, um, you know, by sort of treating us as a, as a major league team in the city. I think that's the one thing we've got. When I look back, um, you know, and what I'm proud of is, you know, we have a real sense of being a team that gets equal share of voice in the marketplace because guys like you cover us and look, that comes with the goods and the bads. But, you know, you take the you take the pros all day long. It's good that, you know, we have people questioning decisions that we make because people care. You know, in other markets, they just can't even get the, the media or supporters to care about them. And I think the one thing you can be absolutely sure of with Atlanta United is the city cares about it. It is uh, our man Darren Eels, El Jefe, about to go out to uh, the north of England, Carl, to do the, do his thing with Newcastle. Joins us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Your process, uh, Darren, uh, I know the uh, the South American pipeline. Uh, was that part of your, your uh, mission statement to Arthur, what, what your vision was, how you were going to build it? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I was very fortunate in, you know, Arthur's been just the most incredible owner. And you know, I still look back to that first time at Flowery Branch and chatting through, I sort of was asked to knock together a, a PowerPoint literally the night before. And, you know, again, I'm pretty, look back on that proud. If you look at it, you know, it wasn't rocket science, Mike, but it was, you know, be the heartbeat of the community. So, you know, mm-hmm. really worked to be something that the community cared about because we couldn't expect them to care about us if we went out there sort of engaging with the community. It was putting the supporters first. And it was having a winning team on the pitch because ultimately, you know, all sports is about having success. And my view coming from Tottenham, back then was that this was a growing league where I felt we could we could attract top talent from South America almost as a staging post on the way to the big five. Um, and you know that. We went out and we didn't do what everyone else was doing, which was players at the end of their careers. And we went and got Jose Martinez, Miguel Almiron, and Tito Vialba. So not bad as a, as a three to sort of bring in <laughs> as, as your first three DPs. And so, you know, I think that was something that, that we changed the way of thinking. And, of course, now the great thing to see is as a league, you know, even this transfer window has just gone past. We've got clubs the whole way throughout the league signing young talent and attracting, you know, big stars as well. So I think it's exciting to see where the league's going. And, you know, I'm just proud that I had a, you know, a part to play for seven years in being, you know, involved with, you know, what I consider the biggest club in Major League Soccer. Um, and so it was a real honor to do that. I'm not going to ask you about Atlanta United because it'd be unfair. Um, and by the way, you can still change your mind. You don't have to go. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, right? You can, right. You can, you can stay. You can I mean, stay. We, we love you. We want you to stay. I, I do want to ask you about where MLS is going. And as you leave it now, what do you see? What, where else and what else does MLS need to do to continue this, this movement that we've seen here in our city? And how challenging is that going to be for MLS? Yeah, look, I think, Carl, I mean, it's a really important time now for the league because we have 2026 and the World Cup coming to North America. So that's going to be a huge, um, you know, injection of rocket fuel into the growth of the game. So it's really important that the, the league and the clubs are buttoned up and making sure that they're taking advantage of that. I think there's a bit of a tipping point in the league generally because we speak about Atlanta and you know, the success we've had, but let's get real. I mean, we're, mm. we're seventh or eighth biggest um, 
you know, City in terms of those teams that are in the league and there's similar markets not doing anywhere near the numbers we are. And so I think, you know, there's got to be an emphasis and a push on trying to make sure that, you know, all the teams and all the clubs are, are attracting those fans and getting into the games. Because the one thing we have in, we, I still say we, but the Major League Soccer has in terms of its, um, its selling point is, yes, it's competitive because you've got the global game of soccer and people are watching Premier League and Bundesliga and, um, you know, all the various leagues around the world, Liga MX, but the only actual live events you can go and see are your local clubs. So I think, I think there's huge growth ahead of Major League Soccer, but it is an important time. As you guys know, there's the new media deal with Apple. And so again, I think, you know, great partner, you know, the best marketing company in the world to be with, but they've got to make sure that they, they invest and make the most of this time period because I think it's a crucial period of growth for the league. And if they get it right, then, you know, the future is so bright. It is Darren Eels. Our, our ex- I'm getting misty, man. Carl, there's something in my eye. Our exit interview, he's always been such a great guy. I'm not crying. You're crying. You're crying. But no, the, the idea of, uh, you know, the, the, the concept, where, taking it where it is. And we've, we've used the phrase, Darren, when Wayne Gretzky went to the L.A. Kings, he kind of created the Sun Belt in the NHL. And it kind of really did advance the sport into new markets. And it seems like there's owners out there from Charlotte down to South Florida. Everybody's trying to replicate what you did. You know, and it, obviously, it's if it was if it was easy, everyone would do it. I know I'm I'm rambling. What was your greatest memory for this team, other than the championship? Is it that first night at Bobby Dodd, the first goal with Asada? What what, what would be some of your highlights? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, there's so many. I mean, you, we spoke about the name launch. I remember the kit reveal as well. I thought that was a mm. was a great event that we did. Uh, you know, in downtown, and we packed out the. The, um, the tabernacle. I think you know, obviously, the championship was great, but but for me, I think. And you spoke about it, Mike. I mean, I think what what's really exciting is just that we're now in season six. And look, I'm, I've got to take that last game. I mean, what a way to go out with you right. know, Gutman smashing it in in the 94th minute with another crowd. I think, you know, our 25th crowd that we've had of 67,000 or more and the whole place going nuts. And that's in season six. They so just think about what's been created in Atlanta. Thanks to the supporters, you know, thanks to the the city and the state getting behind the club is something really special. And I think that moment for me, I mean, it couldn't have ended better. I felt bad for Arthur because I jumped into his arms. I think I broke his back. I was <laughs> so excited that Andrew got that goal. And it was a classic one where I was laughing with Goofman afterwards because, you know, as he's running, it's like, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. Yeah! And it gets to the back <laughs> of the net. Uh, so I think, you know, for me, it's just, it's just incredible to see what, what's happened in Atlanta and what will continue to happen in Atlanta. And I think you're right, Mike. You look at Charlotte, great clubs like Charlotte, Nashville. That, you know, people were very, very snobby about soccer not working in the South. And I think we've shown that you know, this, you know, with us, Charlotte, Nashville, you've got three of the clubs now bringing some of the biggest attendances in the league and that would rival you know, clubs around the world. So I think it's been really exciting to see that, that myth be dispelled that soccer couldn't work in the South. All right. Couple of things. One, don't be a stranger. Two, we wish you nothing but the best at Newcastle, and we hope you win the Premier League one day. Three, thank you for for embracing. No, seriously, and, and embracing Atlanta and the culture. Part of Atlanta United, and we've been to enough matches, and we know enough people. You did a great job. The club did a great job of embracing the culture, music at the matches, the everything that that is about the lead up. So, guys, you know, we lead in attendance. We lead in merch. We, we won trophies. We've had an all-star game. It's all due to Darren Eels. So, thank you, Darren. No, thanks, guys. We're coming your way. Just this little uh, taste of Newcastle for you. And you know if you're ever across the pond, please come to a game. You'll, uh, you'll be more than welcome. 
All right. Yeah. By the way, you got a house picked out over there in northern. Yeah, we're going to go, I think, uh, perhaps a little bit south of just outside Newcastle, but we'll oh. and take a look. So, <laughs> I think I have the weirdest accent ever because they're going to. You can have a Geordie accent. An interesting, interesting matchup. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, you go from two chains to, I guess, Brian Johnson from ACDC would be the biggest Newcastle thing off the top of my head. <laughs> Great stuff, Darren. Congrats and uh, good luck, my friend. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.